I'm Simon Scholes. I'm the founder and creative director of Perception Studios, and we're an award-winning visual marketing agency, and we help brands and businesses create content that helps them stand out specifically on social media. Now, that could be video, animation, aerial graphics, all sorts of different types of stuff. However, a few years ago, it became very obvious to me that not every brand, not every business was in a position to spend money on a regular basis, to be spending money hand over fist and having that content created for them by an agency like mine. But I still wanted to be able to help. So what I did was I sat down and kind of mulled things over and went through everything that I'd been talking about for years and turned it into a book. I called it a process, which is how to nine times your social media. And basically, it's all about making your content work harder for you. What content do you already create? And how can you make that into other types of content that you can use on other platforms to help remove friction. And basically the book takes you through everything from marketing planning all the way through to podcasting and everything else that happens in between as well. The Social Media Podcast with Simon Scholes. Tips, hints and great content ideas. I have seen so many people complaining recently about how social media is changing how every platform is making it more difficult for them to have their content found. YouTube have recently released uh, new bits and pieces about how they're paying creators and that generally they're not paying creators, but they're going to make money from creators who they're not paying uh, and all that kind of stuff. And um, if you want to know more about that, go and find the story. But basically you have to have certain criteria that you meet on YouTube to earn money but YouTube is still going to make money from those people who don't even meet, reach their criteria. So they're going to make money from you rather than giving you any cash. And it's a bit like, wow, okay. Yeah. This is really turning into a business. Um, and it always has been. And Facebook keep changing their algorithm. Instagram changes their algorithm on a regular basis because they're making regular updates. Uh, TikTok makes changes all the time. Twitter had a change this morning. We're going to talk about that in a minute. LinkedIn are changing all the time. They've recently released stories. Their algorithms are changing all the time. They're trying to beat down the pods and that kind of stuff. There's a lot of pods on LinkedIn that try and help people create um, better engagement on their content so that you look good. And it boils down to vanity metrics again and all that kind of stuff. But the one thing I want you to take from this is that whatever, whatever people, whatever is happening on those platforms, whatever is happening to how much your content is being seen, these platforms are free. You do not pay for them. They're not saying to you, give us a bunch of cash and then your content will get seen. They're saying, please feel free, come and use Facebook. It's a completely free platform. And if you want to, you can set up a page for free again and organically advertise your business. And then people complained when Facebook started doing advertising and the content that was advertised and stuff like that was being seen more than the organic content. Well, of course, they're a business, but don't complain about it. Just Get your head down and keep creating that free content. So many people are complaining about the free stuff. TikTok is free. LinkedIn is free. So, yes, engagement has dropped down massively recently. They have changed how the algorithm looks at content and how it works and how the point system rating works. And nobody really knows the ins and the outs just yet. But that's just the way it is. These are free platforms and they are free to change how they work whenever they want. Even when you are paying, maybe as a premium member of LinkedIn, they're still going to leave those 
opportunities open to you that you can use through LinkedIn Premium. But if they want to change the algorithm, they can do. That's their prerogative. So what you've got to do is just remove yourself completely from the fact that maybe the engagement has dropped on your content or whatever, and just continue to be consistent with your content, continue to learn about the platforms, find out what it is that maybe is working right now so that you can start creating that kind of content. Let's be honest, LinkedIn have just launched stories like less than a month ago. So if they've just launched a brand new toy, you better sure as hell be using it because that's what they want you to be doing. They're going to be starting to push more emphasis back on the groups and the business pages because they want to see people using those as ways of putting out content. So you need to be using these tools that these platforms are giving you to use because they are there for a reason. Instagram launched reels and so people kind of went oh well i don't really think it'll work very well i'll just continue with tiktok rather than going well i'm making stuff on tiktok why would i not just take that piece of content and stick it on instagram as well yes it might talk to a slightly different audience but it doesn't you're better communicating than not and again it's a brand new tool why would you not use it and this brings us on to the subject matter of what Ed just asked about as well, which is uh, what do I think of the recent update on Twitter this morning? Um, and I've known about this coming for a while. Flow. So basically, Flow is Twitter stories. This is an opportunity to create story content on Twitter. Now, if there's a platform that this really suits, it's Twitter because you can say you've just had eggs and bacon for breakfast on Twitter and get away with it, whereas you probably wouldn't on LinkedIn or Facebook. Those platforms have evolved, whereas Twitter is still that short, succinct little piece of text saying something that's happening through your day or a thought that's in your mind. Well, you can do that now as a story as well. And again, it boils down to if you have any content that you can put out on there that you're already putting elsewhere that is maybe made for the vertical platform, why would you not put it out onto Twitter stories as well? I know it's not called Twitter stories, it's called Flow. But why would you not put it out there? Don't get me wrong, I think it's just them trying to keep up with the Joneses a little bit, but it's a tool that is there for you to use it. They're going to push that content harder because it is brand new to them. They want to see people using it. So people who are using it, they're going to get their content seen by more people. If you're putting in hashtags, if you're putting in the descriptions, if you're putting in the alternate text as well, which it gives you the opportunity to do. If you're doing all those kind of things, then it's going to push that content out to a wider organic potential audience. So yes, is it important to use them? no should you be using them absolutely you should 100% be using them because it's there and it's a brand new tool and if you're trying to get your brand your business out there and you already have vertical content then stick it out and how hard is it really to actually just pick up your phone and you might have tweeted something but just say the tweet again so you might have tweeted, like I did earlier on, uh, hey, I'm going live later on, talking about how you should stop complaining about social media. So then I should have done, I didn't get the chance to do so, I should have picked up my phone and done a quick flow piece of content. Hey there, I'm going live later on, blah, 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 blah. It doesn't take long to do it. It doesn't take long to, to do that kind of thing. And you can even post photographs and that kind of stuff on there. It's not just purely for video. So yeah, as a tool, 
Ed and anybody else watching, yes, I think you should be using it. Um, and I think you should be using it as frequently as you possibly can do. If you're posting stuff on Twitter on a regular basis, then post stuff on there as well, especially when you've got new content coming out, especially in your case, Ed, literally just resize your thumbnail to a vertical and just bastardize it each time with a, a new title, maybe do a headliner version of it and have the, the waveform going on there. And you can do that on, on headliner easily. I just, I think it would be crazy not to use these new tools. So stop complaining is what I'm trying to say. Yes. I know it's disheartening when you've been getting thousands, maybe of views on a piece of content on a regular basis. And suddenly that drops off because they change the algorithm. But that is their prerogative. These platforms are free. You have to stop worrying about what the vanity metrics are saying. And just remember that you're still putting that content out to your niche audience, to your avatar, so that they can get value from it. You are not there to be the next big influencer. If that happens, that is a nice coincidence. But it's not the be all and end all. You're there to give value to your audience so that they can get something from you. Be that you've been a comedian and making people laugh, be that you've been a crafter and showing people how you do certain things within your craft industry, or be that you've been a social media expert and you sit down and you explain, look, do this, do this, and do this, please, because you're going to give value, you're going to help. And yeah, I just, I, I can't understand the point in complaining about the algorithm changing. It happens. These things happen. And especially right now, because more and more people are using these platforms. So the platforms are going, you know what? We need to change the way we work so that you can just actually consume all this content that's coming in. And so we need to make it the content you're seeing more relevant to you. And so we need to change the way the algorithm works so that people can't falsify it. Like I say, with pods or whatever, you know, like they have done on LinkedIn and even on Instagram and places like that. It's just about getting just about getting your, your message out there and speaking to those people who give a damn about what it is that you've got to say. Okay, I think I've whinged enough about how you need to stop complaining. Uh, fingers crossed you've got some value from that. And if you have done, please let me know in the comments. That would be great. Um, in fact, there we go. Amanda O'Rourke who's watching us right now on LinkedIn. That uh, says, great perspective. Thank you very much, Amanda. Hope you're enjoying the, uh, the show. Uh, if you've got any questions, by the way, on whatever platform you're watching on, stick them into the comments. They will come up on my screen, unless you're Instagram and will come up on my phone. Um, and I will try and answer as many of them as I can do before I disappear today. Uh, we've got a bunch of questions that came in beforehand, so I'm going to go through those first. Um, so Chris has been watching some of my short form content on YouTube and he's asking, where do you get your music from? Um, so I use a website. It's linked in the section below, not on LinkedIn, but it is on every other platform, but it's linked in the section below. It's called Epidemic Sound um, and you can pay like a subscription free. For, I think it's £10 a month. Um, and that sounds a lot, but if you're using a lot of music, when royalty-free music isn't cheap, that's actually quite affordable. And what it does is it allows you to use that royalty-free music on any of your social media channels. You just have to tell it which social media channels you're going to use it on. But it will let you use it on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or um, YouTube, all these different places. So really, really, really great site. Uh, some top-class tracks on there as well. So it's not like your usual crappy royalty-free music that you do get. There's some really good stuff on there. It's come consistently updating as well. People are always releasing new music on there. 
on it so um yeah epidemic sound um like i said there's a link in the section below go and click on that and uh, not only will it help me out but also you'll save a few quid as well uh, for your sign up fee so it's well worth doing and um, if if you want to do it so but um yeah for 120 quid a year when you consider like one royalty free track sometimes to use on your own social media is like 45 pound on audio micro which is great if you've got a client paying for it but if you're just using it for your own social media maybe creating vlogs or bits of social media content for your own platforms then yeah 10 quid a month is kind of a write-off fee because for 120 quid a year you can use as much music as you want and that's licensed forever so even if you stop paying the subscription fee the music you've used previously is still licensed so you don't suddenly start getting hit by loads of license fees or anything like that so well worth giving it a go. Um, let's have a look what else has come through. Um, Parmigiana, who's watching us on uh, YouTube. Hello, Shirley. Uh, she says, thank you very much for the info. I didn't even know about Flow. It's a great little tool. I, I really like it. Um, and it just popped up on the on the update recently. Um, it is Instagram stories. It is LinkedIn stories. It is reels. But it's, an, it's just another chance to kind of put more content out there and, and talk to more people um okay next question jennifer is asking let's just have a look on here uh, hello to sarah yang who just joined us on instagram live and uh, jennifer is asking what's best on videos short or long content it's kind of like asking how long is a piece of string jennifer so i don't suggest you keep your content going for the sake of it so making it long just for the hell of it but if what you're saying is interesting and actually keeping people engaged and i was a big believer of this when i ran radio stations there was an old saying in radio which was bin it in a minute so if you have something to say get it done and dusted within 60 seconds and in fact if you listen to some of the bigger stations who are now all networked they don't even allow the presenters to talk for that long like 15 20 seconds done out name the song say what you got to say get out and name the next song that's it please don't put any personality into it um but don't get me on that high horse my ethos was very much when i was running radio stations was look you're here to entertain if people just wanted to listen to music they would turn on their ipod so rather than worrying about getting the songs away worry about entertaining the audience worry about giving them a reason to keep listening drag them through that clock keep entertaining them um so if you're capable of doing that without just waffling on for the sake of it with your video content then make your video content long it doesn't matter because they're going to keep wanting to listen because they want to know what you're going to say next however if you're just waffling for the hell of it then keep it short word economy short sharp succinct get it out there get it away um that kind of content is really well suited to like tips and that kind of stuff so if you've got quick tips you want to get away do them in 60 seconds or less that's going to be good really good interaction rates really good retention rates on the time and if it's under 60 seconds you can now use hashtag shorts within your title or your description on youtube and it will get picked up by the shorts program which has only been trialed over in asia but it will still get picked up by it and there's an opportunity and a possibility your content could go viral even quicker than maybe it might have potentially done in the past um, it's a really great tool shorts and if you've not heard about it yet go back and and watch some of my shorter videos that I've done with Alan Spicer. They're available on LinkedIn and on YouTube and on Facebook. And we're talking about YouTube shorts and what it is and how it works. Really, really cool tool. Okay, next one. Sarah is saying, where should I be posting all of my social media content? 
Okay, I've been having this conversation this morning, actually, kind of around the house. It's so Sarah. The fact of the matter is, is who is your avatar? And so many people kind of get a little bit confused and they just post their content on their favorite social media channels. So my favorite social media channel, because I'm a visual person, is YouTube. And then probably very quickly followed by Instagram. I love taking photos. I love creating video content. But where should you be posting your content? Well, my audience, the people I need to be speaking to, are not necessarily using YouTube as often as they would be using LinkedIn. So where am I going to post most of my content? Enjoy posting content. Now, that doesn't mean I can't post video content on LinkedIn so I can create content that I enjoy creating for LinkedIn. It just means I probably won't post as much content on YouTube. I'll still be regular and posting consistent content on there, but then I can do more written content on places like LinkedIn. So what I try and work to and what I try and get my clients to work to is an 80-20 rule. So sometimes 80 is a little bit lower, but 80% is kind of like the, the peak point. And I say, look, put 80% of your effort into where your audience is. So once you've sat down and you understand who your avatar is, then you know where they're hanging out on social media. That's where you need to be putting the most of your effort because it's where you're going to get the best return on investment. And let's face it, we all need to make money. That's what we do social media for. It's what we do marketing for. It's what we do selling for. It's what we do our businesses for. We need to make cash to pay the bills. And so put most of your effort but where you're most likely going to get a return on investment. But that doesn't mean you should alienate all the other platforms and put 100% in there. That's why I'm saying leave 20% back of your time. So whatever your marketing time is, if it's like 10 hours a week, do eight hours on your main channel and then do two hours making or putting that content that you've already created out onto other platforms so that people can consume your content there as well because you're trying to remove friction so you are creating a level of friction with whatever type of content you're posting and wherever you're posting it. You could create the best blog content in the world, but if I don't want to read it, and I'm not a person who reads a lot, I love to listen to audiobooks, listen to podcasts, then you sure as hell need to be making content for me. Because what if I'm your ideal customer? What if I'm a millionaire? I want to spend a fortune with you, but all you do is create blogs, so I never know you even exist. That's where you need to start thinking, right, okay, I have to create content that is going to appeal to lots of other people on lots of other platforms. So remove that friction. If, you're, if you only blog, then start thinking about creating video content. If you're creating video content, turn it into a podcast. Could you turn it into memes? That way, when people go, well, I don't want to read or I don't want to go through my Instagram feed or I don't want to watch your videos or I don't want to listen to your podcast, you've always got something else they can fall back onto so that they can consume the value that you've got to give. So hopefully, Sarah, that's helped you a little bit. I can't say exactly where you need to be posting your content because I don't know. What you need to do is sit down, suss out who your avatar is, find out where they're hanging out the most, and then create most of your content for that platform. Okay, and last question that's come through so far. If you've got any questions, wherever you're watching, stick them in the comments. I will do my best to go through them. We've been going for 20 minutes, so we'll probably go for another five or 10 minutes at the most. Uh, hello to D who uh, sent in a question saying, I'm an artist, I'm not very good at shouting about myself, where should I pr pr promote myself and how should I promote myself on social media? Okay, as an artist, and I'm guessing you mean like a painting artist, 
Number one, you need to be on all the visual platforms. So with your artwork, you need to be on Instagram, you need to be on Pinterest, you probably need to have your own personal business page on Facebook with a shop connected to maybe an Etsy shop wherever you store all your artwork so that people can make purchases. That way you can link that up on Instagram as well and on Pinterest too. But how should you promote yourself? Well, your feeds need to be this pristine looking, here's my content, this is what I create. The behind the scenes stuff, which I think is the most powerful thing for an artist, needs to be on your Instagram stories, your YouTube page, maybe on your Facebook page, generally as maybe Facebook stories, but you could also put it on your Facebook page as well because it can be a bit more personalized. And what you want to be doing is showing that behind the scenes element, there's the almost case study stories of how you created a piece of content. So if you're painting a great picture, what is it that gave you the inspiration to create that piece of art? And take people through that whole process. So whether it was a tree and the light, the way the light caught the leaves or whatever, whatever it might be, people want to see that behind the scenes process. We are very voyeuristic as human beings. It's why TV shows like Big Brother and I'm a Celebrity, get me out of here right now, and all these other shows perform so well because we like to watch. We like to be voyeurs. We like to see what's going on. We like that behind the scenes element, the good and the bad. So if you've made a mistake, talk about it. If something's gone really well, talk about it. People like to see that. People like to see the ups and downs. So I think as an artist, you need to be creating content that really shows the behind the scenes of your business, what you do, how you do it, and um, how you come up with your ideas and what, that kind of stuff. I think that is a really cool idea uh, for you as an artist. And you can take that piece of content then and then post it into lots of different places. Um, and a quick hello to, I think, um, I don't know who this might be actually, uh, on LinkedIn. We've got LinkedIn user who's uh, saying, great point, Simon, nice work. And I've even caught you live. Thank you very much for watching LinkedIn user, uh, whoever you might be. Uh, anyway, right, that's pretty much it. We've got no more questions have come through. Just quickly checking. No, nothing else. Uh, so thank you very much for watching today. If you are brand new to watching me on any of these platforms, please make sure you hit uh, like, of course, follow or subscribe wherever you're watching. If you're watching on YouTube or Facebook, you can even hit the notification bell so you get told about my content on a regular basis. I'm live Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays, but there's content going out every single day. And uh, if you're feeling nice, if you're feeling that way inclined, how about you move your mouse or your thumb ever so slightly to one side and click share so your audience can also get some value from this as well. Until Monday, I will say have a fantastic weekend. I know we are kind of heading our way now slowly but surely into week three of lockdown in the UK. We're almost there. We're getting there. It's been a long two weeks. Just two more weeks. Just two more weeks. And hopefully, fingers firmly crossed, we will be back out the other side. But we will see. But anyway, until Monday, please continue to stay safe and have a good one. And I'll catch you then. Bye for now. See ya. This was a Perception Studios production.